What is up, gorgeous human? Welcome to the Embodied Leadership Podcast. I'm so excited for you to dive into this absolutely beautiful, emotional, incredible episode where I'm joined by a very special guest, Danielle. I just wanted to pop on real quick before we jump into the episode to let you know that there were some difficulties with Danielle's internet service. So toward the end of the episode, the audio does cut out uh, a little bit, but nonetheless, this episode is absolutely incredible. And I am so deeply excited for you to hear Danielle's story and for us to connect deeper about all things regarding death life and the magic that exists when we really devote to our soul path. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Embodied Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Meads, and I am so excited because I am joined today by a wonderful, powerful woman named Danielle, who I stumbled across her Instagram several months ago now. And I noticed the moment that I landed on her page that there was something inside of me that fluttered with childlike joy and wonderment and excitement. And immediately I started following her and started to take in all her beautiful medicine. And it just felt like such divine timing to receive her medicine, the work that she's sharing in the world. And I'm so excited to have her on the show today for you to receive so much of the medicine that I have been receiving from her beautiful work. And to just let you know who this goddess is, Danielle is a certified international breathwork facilitator, creative mentor, writer, brand owner, and conscious entrepreneur. She weaves breathwork, dream work, and natural elements into her craft to unite freedom, truth, and simplicity. And today we are going to be diving into a really beautiful, vulnerable, nourishing conversation all about death, life, creative expression, and the power of play. And I am so excited to have you here. Welcome to the show. Mm, yay. Hi, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> that like that generator in me is like, mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Let's the Manny go. Jen and me vibes. I'm right there with you. Let's go. <laughs> Picking off at, at 11 11. Yes. Oh, so grateful to be here with you and just drop in. I see like my inner child just sitting here with your inner child, just like playing whatever we're doing. Yes. <laughs> like, Having that like mystical fairy little girl conversation with each other. Um, oh, that's the essence. That that part is so, that piece is so important. Yeah. Oh, I am so excited for everybody who's listening to receive you. And I think a really beautiful place to start would be to, I, yeah, I'd just love for you to share a little bit more about some of the most like pivotal moments that have led you to where you are today. Mm. <laughs> this is a great question. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, you know, the path, it, there's definitely a few factors that have contributed to where I am now. Um, <clears throat> one of them being 
probably going back to when I was 15 was when I had scoliosis at such a young age. And I ended up getting um, a back scoliosis back surgery where they inserted two titanium rods into my spine and screws down every vertebrae. And um, at such a young age, you know, I was just coming into my body. I was just getting to know my body at that age. And um, that experience really, um, it really set me on a path of um, adversity, right? And like healing and growing through adversity and, and when big changes are present, um, it, it was like the first start of that for me, um, experiencing this. And a few years later, I got offered an opportunity to go visit, um, to live abroad, to, to work abroad and seeing the world, seeing Asia for the first time. That was kind of like my first spiritual awakening. And, and then, you know, it's funny you ask this because I, I was, I noticed a pattern of whenever I had like a quote unquote spiritual awakening, you know, these big moments of awakenings and openings in my life actually followed death. Um, whether it was, you know, that the back surgery was like the death of, of you know, in my body, of the identity of, of who I was in my body. Um, that first spiritual awakening going to Thailand followed um, the divorce of my parents and they were together, you know, for like almost 30 years, the destruction of our home that I lived in my entire life. So that following that experience, I went to Bali um, and I was just going to discover my roots. And I, I just felt the strong calling to visit Indonesia and Bali specifically. My My father is Dutch and Indonesian. So I I've never been there, um, but I just always felt like, wow, this is this is like my ancestry, you know. So that was one one piece to the puzzle. And really just I always had a strong connection with my intuition and just letting my heart speak the loudest in where wherever it told me to really, you know, there was just kind of like an unspoken conversation that occurred in traveling in letting my heart pull me to where I it, it's speaking the loudest essentially and a lot of these experiences were you know coming back to these death portals of when there was a big death coming through and for anyone who is like what's a death portal uh, it's basically an ending, you know, it's when there's, there's a big ending going on. It's something is dying, whether, you know, it be a job, whether it be a career, uh, a relationship coming to an end, whether it's, you know, ending of yourself, ending of your ego, ending of an identity, a role that you played, an old story, a narrative, a pattern, the, you know, moving homes. So, or, you know, actual physical death, someone dying um, and leaving this physical realm. So these, this is like the juice, you know, because I'm like the, the, the death, you know, it's, it's sadly such a taboo talk. And it's like, mm. come on guys, like this is actually, this is, this is where the magic is. This mm. is like 
that fertile void of where all creation is born from. This is the womb space, you know, like look at a womb. Like that, that is like that dark void empties, not empty, but you know what I mean? That that space. And that is where life is created and born from. So, you know, it's important to, and I've, I've always had, uh, I'm a Scorpio, so I'm like, I'm very much in touch with this death nature, I guess you can say, and mm. transformation and, and seeing the gift in change and in growth and in death as being uh, a doorway, really not, not an ending, you know, it's an ending, but where there is an ending, there's, there's new life flourishing. So, um, yeah, I mean, so coming back to your question, um, honoring the death the death nature as as initiations and then for sure there were many factors that have really especially recently led me to where I am now and one of them being uh breath work and um training with my teachers that was something that came to me at a time when I needed it the most um and it just really I I went deep with it. I I I I gave myself that time and space to go deep and heal the mother wounds, the father wounds, just taking that full deep dive. And so, um, you know, amongst all of that, I've always, always, always had a strong connection with my inner child and, and nature. And you know, I grew up going on um you know lots of vacations with my parents we had the motor home and we had the boat and the buggy and we'd always you know take the motor home go to the river go to the lake we'd go camping we'd go um to the sand dunes and you know ride the quads around with our family and so we we'd always be on on um you know often we would be out and in nature and just with my family. And I feel like that really, that has really created a strong connection with my nature and my intuition and um, allowed me to be, become and bloom into this very uninhibited soul, you know, and, and just, and tapping back into that, that innocence uh, as well, because I know my inner child thrives in the nature. And so it's, Whenever I go to nature, I just like, uh, I'm just like, yes, let's, let's, we're here to play. This is what it's, what it's about. (laughs) Yes. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I resonate so deeply with so much of what you're sharing. And I really love the concept and the deep understanding that the end is also the beginning and that portal of death, whether that be physically or spiritually, emotionally, mentally, how really being able to be present with that and recognize it as the beginning of something just as much as the ending and how nothing is separate. It's, it's, you know, it doesn't um, take away from the difficulty that arises when we are going through some level of, of death, but in order for us to have a rebirth, there is some level of death. And I think it's so beautiful how you've had this theme in your life of, it seems as though like you going through all of these different layers of death and rebirths has really allowed you to be in this position now where 
it's such a, it seems as though it's such a pillar of your work, like really helping people see the, the beauty in life and death in whatever form it takes. And yeah, really witnessing you as well in the, the childlike expression of, of play and embodiment and just really noticing how nature is such a catalyst for connecting with your intuition. And I feel like that's such a beautiful reminder for all of us that, you know, we are, we are nature. We are, we are not separate from nature. And so when we get into nature, it's like, we're reminded of our wholeness and of the greatness of everything. And, you know, I'm really, I'm really curious to start the conversation around the topic of death. And it's something that I've seen you talk and share a lot about recently. And I know that you've been moving through a lot of waves of grief after losing your beloved Ari. And I'm really curious to hear more about your process. And I'm sure there's probably a lot of people listening that perhaps don't know who Ari is slash was in the physical form and your experience with that. And I would just love for you to share more about how how you've been processing this big death portal that you've been in right now, because it's it's a big one. And I really honor you in this process. Thank you for seeing seeing me and seeing us. Oh wow, I, I feel already so strong now, just kind of like this is this is what you came here for. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Um, and today is his four-month anniversary. We, mm. we chat about that before starting. So just honoring that beautiful space of that in-between of oh, oh, the overall. Um, I mean, okay, so for anyone who is like, okay, who is Ari? What happened? In, in a nutshell, I had been blessed and gifted by the grace of meeting my soulmate in this lifetime. And, you know, I I had the, the thought before that, you know, every person we meet is a soulmate to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really got to experience the true love of a soulmate with Ari and we met on 222, you know, I really truly believe that there's nothing that could have, that could have hindered us coming together and meeting and spending a month every day together, walking each other to our next doorways. Mm. Um, we both had spent a lot of the past few years, both deep, on ourselves, um, both doing breath work. Um, so that was a really cool um, thing to to share, you know, of, of meeting someone who just energetically was just this exact vibration, just like, mm-hmm. like the universe just like pulled us straight together. Um, and dancing and playing and evolving and through that month that we had shared every single day was was just such a glimpse of what's possible in love and in relating. And 
I, you know, when, when we were in it, I couldn't, you know, neither of us could see it because we were in it. It was like, you know, we truly brought out the best in each other, but neither of us could see it because we were just in it, right? It was just like all of it out on the table, hearts, like all of it, just how can I support you? How can I serve you? How can I, you know, um, just so safe and so supported and super transparent and just a beautiful journey experiencing what not many people get to experience what we experience in a month mm. you know people would be lucky to experience in a lifetime <laughs> like and I see it and I feel it and um he had it was his birthday um it was March 25th and he was turning 35 and he on his birthday it's it's so strange for me to tell the story in in a way that is going to I mean the way that I experienced it is so profound um but basically he was doing his best work in the pool um unsupervised and had drowned and so you know you can call it an accident but I see it very clearly that this this was his choice mm. and it is so incredible to witness him just I mean wow he did it you know like he really graduated from 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 this this plane of existence of consciousness and it's such testimony to me in regards to just what we shared together. It like almost, it completed his cycle of being here. Um, and for me, it's, it's just like, wow. I, the things that he has gifted me with that we shared is is changing my life in ways that my life will never be the same for the reason that love seeing and experiencing and embodying what real love is like. And you, you know, I mean, this is, this is like so profound. It just sounds like a bunch of theory, but mom always said like, Oh, you know, like when you meet your person, it will be like super easy and, and natural and, I was like, what, what do you mean, mom? Like, this is not right. Like, it's all, it's always going to be hard. Like, there's <laughs> always going to be stuff. And for sure, there's always stuff. And but like, that's, that's the thing, like, the stuff that used to um, allow my body to kind of my body would contract, in a sense, in these kind of tricky conversations. With Ari, it was like expanding. It was expanding us. Like we would talk about these things and it was just like such a beautiful, health supportive container. And like, I know we just heard each other, saw each other, understood each other without even saying anything, you know, it was just like that recognition and remembrance instantly. And it was like that. And so, oh yeah, coming Meanwhile, there's so many avenues to to go unravel. But overall, he had has gifted me with 
this experience of death, I mean, I've never experienced death before in my life. I've, I've never experienced death. I had a death of like a couple of friends, but nothing like nothing like this. And, you know, um, nothing at all to the context of this either. And it's just it's just a beautiful initiation and in, in death and and so through that through through witnessing myself and and also just witnessing that everything that I have experienced has prepared me for this moment now and for for this right this is like this is what what we're here for you know these tools and all of all of the rituals and our tools and this it's like now I'll be able to put it to the test. Like mm. now this is the actual test of like it like is the like this is the test, you know? Mm. And I see it now like wow, I'm just so proud of myself in regards to experiencing what we experienced and sure I have my process of, you know, this grieving and this loss and it's like that trauma that shock of it happening all so quickly and just mm-hmm. moving through it all but it's it's also been such a big initiation for me in a sense that I just keep telling myself this is I'm a, I am a warrior Jedi goddess and I got this and I know Ari is just like you freaking got this and it's allowed me to see the two themes that that I recognized with Ari ascending and witnessing my whole journey post is embodiment and service. And both of those two things is what Ari, he gifted, like he embodied his service so Mm. beautifully and just like so calm and humble and, and just peaceful and but just so powerful also. Right. And I, I, it was one of the first things that I recognized about him. I was like, he is so embodied. Like he's, he's guiding everyone to a best work session right now. And he's just like so peaceful and so calm. And like, he's just like containing it all. And it's just such a peace. And so those, you know, service and service is a big one and leadership as well that had allowed me to, um, I see myself as this bridger. Right. Mm-hmm. And I I see it very clearly of bridging the scene with the unseen, the life and the death, because mm-hmm. it's it's like and in order to bridge, I it's it's important that I get to know both sides of the bridge mm-hmm. really, really well. You know, mm-hmm. so this is me like walking through that that death piece of like getting to know death really, yeah. really well. And if you asked me before, I'm like, yeah, love death, live there. Scorpio and me is just like, yes, love the death, Phoenix rising. But this is like a next, next level. And um, I just thought about how a few days before Ari's ascension, um, it was a it was like a, a new cycle, right? We just had the equa, equinox. And I was asking Ari, what what are you calling in on this new cycle? And we were on the beach in Nusara and we were talking and he said, uh, he, I asked him, and he said, "You, uh, the he- hero, like heroic 
heroic energy. He said hero, and I was like, how does it feel in your body? And he's like, heroic. And then um, I was like, wow, yes, I love this for you. Um, just like also just reflecting on like the fact that he left us on his birthday doing what he loved, like literally in the pool in Lotus, like, like that is some next level mastery, like hero energy. So we're, we're celebrating him and, and he's serving us in the way that he should be from, from that, that higher vibration now. Um, I mean that, that, wow. Yeah. And for me, it was leadership. I was calling in leadership. Mm. And and so I just, I yeah, I wanted to share that because this is the embodied leadership container for us. And so mm, leadership is such a beautiful energy and coming back to embodiment as well. I mean, we are in these bodies. This is yeah. number one most important, important mm. piece to it. So yeah, <laughs> go off on a whole tangent, but let's, wow. we're flowing. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And oh, just witnessing you so fucking deeply in your capacity to hold all of what you shared with such grace. And I think it's so beautiful to hear your reflections around your relationship with his passing and I'm just honoring you so much and just the way in which you you speak so highly of him and the language that you use is such a beautiful, like the word ascension is such a beautiful way for people to to like see death as. And I think for a lot of people, because they're so afraid of it and they don't want to talk about it, they forget the magic and the beauty in it. And hearing you share this, you know, it's so beautiful in a, of course, very sad way. It's like the the duality of life <laughs> is all things existing at once. But like the fact that he ascended doing what he loved with your love and in what seems seemed to have been like such a magical place as well. Like it's just such, it's such a beautiful thing. And I can really sense like that you are still a team like you are, he is with you. Like it's as if like he is your, like he's he's your like spirit team now. Wow, I'm uh, I'm just getting real emotional right now that you said that. I'm just gonna share yeah. something really special with you. He plays these tricks all the time. Like it's so cute of him, and we love him for it. Uh, but, um, you know, because he comes through in everything, like in the numbers, in the people, in the books, in the movies, in the dialogue, and um, what I'm reading, and like in the birds, it's like, it's like comes through through all these outlets. But what you just said about us being a team still. Um, so when after we met, we had traveled to Costa Rica together a week after we met. Um, it just felt right. It was like, yeah, obviously this is our highest calling um, to go to Costa Rica, go live our best lives, go share best work codes, do our things, great content. And on the way to the airport, I I was doing my um, 
Spanish app, learning Spanish. And we were in the, we were in the Uber going to LAX. And it said, Somos un equipos, which is, we are a team. Hmm. And for me to learn something, I need to repeat it like 20 million times a day and just keep it super simple every day. So I was like, this is that one statement that I'm going to repeat all day long every day. So it, it sticks. So after it said, somos un equipos, we was, I would say it to him. We would say it to each other every single day. And literally every day that, oh, I like, I haven't even thought about this in at least like a month or so. And we would, you know, because we would have these like really in-depth conversations and just where it's just, so just unraveled and but also just a mirror mirrors to each other and we would it seems like I would always end or like kind of close that conversation with somos un equipos as a way just to like remind each other that we are here we are a team we are in this together we aren't alone like we're a team yeah and <laughs> It's just so beautiful that you just said that because it is whether he, you know, now he's he's not here in the physical, which has its, you know, process in itself. Um, but I truly, truly trust that. And I have already seen how much catalyst, mm. how much Ari's ascension has catalyzed for me, for my circle. Forever, his family for his circle this circles beyond that and the circles beyond that and it just ripples out 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 um and I see that that what what kind of catalyst it has already created with mm. with death death is a massive catalyst and it's 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 a transformer as well mm. it, death death transforms and mm. it's this is this is nothing to fear. This is this is your nature. This is what happens. The simplest way I can describe it is it's just like when we take a breath. Mm-hmm. The inhale breath is is that excitement. It's a receiving. It's our life urge. It's opening and and inviting that energy into our body. And the exhale breath is a death. It's that death urge. It's the surrender. It's the trust. It's letting go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is, you know, life is cyclical. And, you know, of course, we we see the polarity in all things. But the essence of it all is this oneness. And is he is here. He is like, I. he's here all, all the time, everywhere. Like, my in my thoughts, backing my every breath, backing my every action, backing everything. I mean, he's. He's serving, he's catalyzing things that couldn't even be catalyzed if he was still physically here, mm, Wow, which is wild, you know, to, I mean, to arrive to that space. But I, I trust that and I, I feel it wholeheartedly. It's so beautiful. And I feel, I feel it so deeply, like as I was, as you were sharing and as I was listening, I could just like. I was just getting flashes of him in just gold light and that you're like, you're continuing to carry his legacy 
and like because you are a team and it's like you guys were always forever meant to be doing this beautiful soul work together whether it was him be physically being here or not but it's like the team element and you're carrying that legacy with him and for yourself and like that imagery of for me for you for all of us rising together and it's just this massive ripple effect that just continues to ripple out and ripple out that'll bless this earth far be time far beyond any of our time on earth and it's just this magical potent energy of of love like this love this powerful love and it's just so it, like i've just i've literally had fucking goosebumps <laughs> entire conversation because it just is so real and beautiful and I'm so curious like to hear like what do you feel like this chapter of grief is really teaching you about life like what is it teaching you about why we're here Mm, why are we here? Oh, yes. I truly feel like my embodied experience is, is serving me, but in a sense that it is by me serving me, it's serving the whole. Mm-hmm. And it's also serving in Earth's ascension as well. Because you know, if this is like new news for you, Earth is in a process of ascension as well. She, yes. she, she is a consciousness. She, she's just like us. Um, she, she is in the process of reaching an elevated state of consciousness, and we are here. You know, we are because we are part. We we live here as well. We are sort of like stewards to her mm, you know yes. and 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 as we are here as well co-creating with her amongst her we are also experiencing this elevation and ascension in consciousness I mean to me that is the highest of mm. why we are here is you know I mean this <laughs> this is a question that I think about every day, trust me. I mean, I'm sure you do too. It's yes. like <laughs> the big all caps why, you know, but um taking a bigger picture of it, um, of like bigger take take a bigger picture and zoom out. And when I zoom out, it's just like Earth, us here all one family you know nature the the fact that we are here on this physical earth is such a gift and like appreciating just the nature of mm-hmm. of her nature because you know when we aren't here like we can't we won't have that like it it's just gonna be you know energy and so i i really feel like um and I'm I'm such an artist as well. So like, what I see is beauty. Mm-hmm. I have I just I see beauty in everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, <laughs> it's 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 such a beautiful thing, you know. Because I really I 
I really believe that these moments and those why moments of why we're here exist in those simple yet profound moments of this breath, of looking at you, of sharing my heart with you, receiving your process, you hearing me. And I mean, in person, whether it doesn't even need to be in person, there's just connecting to nature as well and and sharing those experiences because every single one of us has a story Mm. and and another thing that came through I'm like getting the downloads today I'm like (laughs) loving it I'm like of course like of course is what you said about um story uh storytelling and something that I that I had I know how powerful storytelling is right and for me like my story I know is medicine for somebody else. And when I hear someone else's story, it's medicine for me. And so our stories, our unique experiences are, are is healing. And, and mm-hmm. this is like the greater why of like, you know, what we are walking through is so unique to you and authentic to you that it's, that is your medicine. And, and so, um, coming back to storytelling, I had this intention as well of like, how can I become a better storyteller, right? And I remember chatting with Ari about this as well. And um, he's just like, look up some YouTube videos or something. <laughs> like, like outsource the storytelling. I'm like, okay, okay. Um, but now I see that, you know, of course that dream in me of us being a power couple, you know, a sacred union in the flesh embodied that dream that I had had to die. I mean, it died when Ari had ascended and I'm still processing that because of course it's just like, oof. But I see that my process has evolved into when, as I tell people and share my story, this is the legacy. Yes. This is this is this is creating impact in a way that I couldn't even imagine. Like this is like, oh, in order to know life, I'm gonna give you death. Mm. And it's like in order to become a good storyteller, like you like here, this is what you're given. You're this is the circumstances, you can handle it. Like mm. this is it, you know, it's like you can handle it, you're ready for it. I truly don't think that we are given experiences unless we're truly ready for it at a soul level, right? Maybe your mind doesn't think you're ready, but at a soul level, you are ready. And if if you're experiencing it, you are ready for it. Mm -hmm. And so just coming back into that space of like, yes, you, you can claim yourself in this moment, in your body as your reality, because you are given this and that in itself is a gift. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. So fucking beautiful. And yeah, like your story, any like anyone's story is medicine for others. And it's like, I feel like storytelling is such an ancient way of cultivating community. You know, it was like the stories of our ancestors that got passed down through generations that like kept lineages alive. And I feel like when we see our lived experience as medicine for humanity, because there's our unique 
perspectives, the way that we alchemize things, the way that we can like turn the like gooey, challenging darkness into like this profound, like beautiful light that we get to share with people. It's such a, it's such a gift. And, you know, I was really, really feeling you in the pieces that you were sharing as well around just holding with such reverence existing on Pachamama and like allowing ourselves to see like how sacred it is to be alive in the flesh. And I've had several moments recently over the past few months where there'll be these like blips in time where it feels like my true soul self like takes over and it's as if my soul is experiencing my humanity and there's this deep remembrance of how beautiful it is to be in this physical dimension, like tangibly, like touching things and like feeling the textures and hugging and smelling and tasting. And it's so tangible and how our souls, when they do ascend, you know, there's, it's different when we ascend where it's like this energy body and how deeply we crave being here and being alive in this particular way. And it's such a beautiful, and, you know, I, I really love this conversation too, because I've experienced quite a lot of death in my life and, and I've gone through a lot of grief in my own way. And something that has been so valuable for me is understanding that like, this is such a fucking gift that we have like being alive is such a gift and it's it can be easy to like get caught up in the mundane like autopilot mode or like focusing like super heavily on you know just like what you see in front of you but if you zoom out and you look at your legacy why you're here your your sole purpose and the magic that it is to be alive it's like not taking a single fucking moment for granted because it's it it is all temporary. Everything is temporary. And I think the impermanence is what people avoid looking at because it's hard. You know, I've had moments with my husband even recently where it'll hit me that there is going to be one day where we we cease to exist in the physical form together. And it will bring up and I'll just start sobbing because there's this understanding of the impermanence and it's like being able to meet that depth of humanity within ourselves and recognize that is, is I think such an important thing to be able to see the, like the sacredness of our aliveness. Mm. Oh yeah. It's so sacred and we're so alive and it just comes back to like the throat and the heart and just being in these bodies of just like, don't, don't go another day. If you thought about doing it, of saying it, feeling it, expressing it, like, like, yes, it's like the, it's so precious. Yes, so, so precious. precious. And these moments with Ari, I mean, there was never a moment that I took for granted. Like we were like, he was riding me on his handlebars on his bike, like through the dirt road, and we were just like laughing hysterically, like stomachs and abs hurting and I'm just like if someone like witnessed us drive by like this would be the cutest thing and I just I t even told him like I don't take these moments for granted like this is both of us felt it like 
felt it deep, you know, and it's, oh, it's just profound, the lessons, like, the way that they come through in such unexpected ways. It's such mystery, you know, life is such mystery, and it's, you know, it's important that we remain open to to the mystery and to the unexpected, because that's where all the magic happens, is in that coming back to that, like, deep void portal, you know? Absolutely. The mystery. Because it, even the space that he did ascend is like, we don't know what happened. Like, there was someone there 20 minutes before who saw him fine and someone arriving who, you know, the our, our girlfriend's home that he was staying at and basically found him in Lotus at the bottom of the pool thought he was doing his breathing practices Mm. and then like just realized like oh shit like he's not he's not coming up kind of thing so I mean yeah and and obviously it's like that is such a mystery space of unknown it's like we don't know we have no idea but we don't need to know because it's like Mm. that feeling of like I sat there in the pool every day at his spot, like just meditating there every day, just uniting in that, just sitting in that space with him. And I felt just encapsulated in love Mm. and bliss and peace. Like never once did I feel any, any, just I felt in such a bliss. Like I was high in that Mm. space you know like thinking back on it I was so high off like this energy of of death like it was like almost I was it's like as if you were experiencing a baby being born and Mm. like you're in such ecstasy Mm. it was like that space like as weird as that sounds it felt like that space and I I very much looking back on it was like whoa I was like in between you know in right. that space like wow super surreal mm-hmm. super surreal and I guess it helps like the fact that we were in a very energetic vortex of a place you know Misara being wow a vortex mm-hmm. a portal in itself absolutely that's so powerful. And, you know, it, it really is really beautiful to witness how even in such great loss, like you've been able to really crystallize like the beauty of the gifts that are also in it. And, you know, I think that a lot of people listening are, and I knew, I mean, I think even in my own way, I've gone through this where like when we experience such a great loss, there can be this, this narrative of, oh, I shouldn't feel joyful or I shouldn't play or I shouldn't experience the richness of life because I just like went through such a big loss. And I think that this conversation is really showing people that again, the end is also the beginning and those that we love that ascend want nothing more than for us to live so fully. And I think I may have told this story 
some time on my podcast previously, but when I lost my grandmother a few years ago, she passed away on New Year's Day and she was like a second mother to me. And so we had a very close relationship and it was in between visitations. We went to a restaurant, my family and I, and on the wall of this restaurant, there was you know, like different like signs, like photos, like it was like kind of one of those like tackier restaurants that's got like <laughs> live, love, laugh on the wall kind of yeah. things. And, you know, I'm all of us were were like in the depths of grief and it was exhausting because we just came from one of the visitations where there's like, you know, hundreds of people coming in, shaking your hand, telling you that they're sorry. And you're just like, oh my gosh, like, who am I? What am I doing? And anyway, we're sitting at this table and all of a sudden, Across the way, there is this couple sitting eating food and there was this huge laugh sign that just fell off the wall onto their table, onto their food. And I just started hysterically laughing and I immediately felt my grandmother just be like, keep living, laugh, have fun. I am, I am okay. I am somewhere beautiful. Like, don't worry about me. And it was like this remembrance of, oh yeah, the end is also the beginning. Like I can of course feel the grief and feel the loss, but they're still here. They're still here in a different way. And I, I just so deeply resonate with your relationship with death because it's so similar to what I've created for myself. And yeah, I'm curious for you, like, how for anyone that's listening, like, you know, when it comes to play and, and, and having these, you know, experiences where we, we do go through loss or we do have challenge arise, like how can we use play and creativity as like a means to just keep moving in a way that is authentic to like why we're actually like what we're actually here to experience? Like how can we use these things as, as the magic to, mm. to live life in such a beautiful way? Mm, yes 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 this is it I love where we're headed uh um and thank you for sharing that experience it just validates the countless experiences that I experience every day about these parallels that uh, the old me would be like this is such a cool like don't I it just these things don't surprise me anymore (laughs) um you know what I mean where I'm like uh, of course, that's yes. my reaction. <laughs> of course, you know. Yes. So, yes to this last one falling, and I another moment today, which I laughed. It was like right before month today. There, my roommate had this angel, archangel deck. I've never seen it before, and I went to pull a card, and there was this other card from a deck that I pulled with Ari last Mm. time I pulled from it and it was a deck of the priestesses and goddess it was a goddess deck and this card like literally flings out of the archangel deck of Guinevere and Mm. when I pulled this uh, goddess deck with Ari I literally chose the Guinevere card and where where did this one card even come doesn't even I don't need to make sense of it yes but Guinevere you know she she's all about true love and love and you know she she was the 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 wife of King Arthur but you know her heart belonged to Lancelot and so it was just just but coming back to to love in the heart and Oh, just another thing that I was like, 
like you can't make these things up. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So play and coming back to play and oh, it just being a for anyone who you know, life can be heavy sometimes. It can be dark. You know, the healing journey. It it can be a lot sometimes. It can be intense. Um. But it's so important that we don't lose touch with the lighter side of life. And that lighter side is, in essence, your inner child. So in a way, you can see it as like literally doing the things that what did you do as a child? You know, what did what brings you joy? What what excites you? What what can you go a day without thinking or doing or, you know, doing that thing? Excuse me. That truly allows you to be embodied in that flow state of just pure presence and honoring that it's not to feel guilty or shameful if you aren't doing what brings you joy Mm. I feel like that's a really big message to take home is you shouldn't feel guilty to enjoy your life Mm. and to do what you love and to have fun and no matter what anyone says This is the essence of life. Pleasure is your nature. Pleasure and ecstasy and bliss and the divine love is what you are made of. It's what we came here to do. You know, the golden age. This This is an age where we lived all in this space of just pure love and then relating and seeing each other and play. <laughs> and I always imagine the, I mean, imagination also being a big piece. It's what I offer in, in my offerings because imagination is connecting us to the dream and divisions and it's, it's creative. It's thought, thought is creative and um, <clears throat> connecting to that energy of your inner child of that it doesn't have to be intense or heavy you know you can give yourself permission to play and to enjoy and and just allowing that mm-hmm. allowing that and accepting that inside of you because deep deep down we have you know, I like to think inside of us right? if you meet a child, they're just so oh oh your connection. Yeah, it cut out a little bit, but you're good now. Okay. The child, right? So when when we're in the presence of a child or a baby you just feel so much peace and bliss and innocence and play. 
they're just so encapsulated in that joy state. And that state, that nature, that divinity, it's really divinity, um, hasn't left you. It's there. It's just, it can seem like it's so far away because of all of the layers and walls that we have conditioned and built up around it. But it it is there. And I think it comes down to tapping into that one baby step at a time every day to the point that it becomes a second nature for you to truly embody your pleasure mm-hmm. and your joy and and in in that in that space um and i i'd love to share some breath work as well if you're open to it mm-hmm. and um because in my journey with breath work it's just really been like an unraveling of all those layers and yes. once you know every breath work session every time we breathe it's just this beautiful process of like peeling back the layers one breath at a time and when you get, it's like when you get to the center of the lollipop, it's like, hello, there's my true nature, that divinity yes. that exists, that innocence. And it's just oh, so powerful. We're, we are so blessed with so many tools in this day and age, too. It's not like you, you have no more excuses, you know, to, to stay the same. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like evolve or die, basically, because where we're going, like, you don't even want to look back. Like, where yeah. we're going is just like heaven on earth. It's paradise. And mm-hmm. that paradise, I believe, exists in your mind. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a mindset. It's a perspective yes. shift that I can and I can claim myself and I can dream up my most, like, pleasurable whimsical life and that can mm. be my reality and actually believing that you are worthy of that reality too yes so there's all the pieces and all the pieces are so important this is why you know the trauma work is important the breath like all the tools it's a combination of all the things but there really is no if you're sitting there making excuses still to arrive to that place like you can ask for help you can receive support because we have so much support angelic support as well Mm. and that's another piece that it's just like I've always been very spiritual Mm -hmm. and having a spiritual practice absolutely helps I can't imagine walking through what I walked through if I didn't believe in a higher power or believe that we are energetic beings I I mean I couldn't I mean i yeah it it helps to see life as a constant moving prayer as a meditation yeah because it is every breath is is a meditation I mean oh it it really is so yes we are Um, we are here for it all yes absolutely and I I love everything you shared so much and it's so it's so important for people to remember that like taking that radical self-responsibility over your healing, your liberation and your pleasure is how you remember your wholeness 
because our our whole experience on this planet is to remember our wholeness and really beautiful yeah like like phrases that my because i i'm also a breathwork facilitator and one of my teachers he always shares like i know who i am i know what i am i know how i serve i remember i am here i am here i am here and it's just this beautiful remembrance that like yeah like the first thing we do when we come into this earth is breathe the last thing that we do when we die is we breathe and it's like when we can remember that literally our breath is like (laughs) it's this thing that everyone does and so many people everyone breathes but so many people don't realize that your breath is like one of the most powerful anchors and most powerful alchemizers that you have access to and I think it's like you were saying, it's such an important thing to remember that we have so many different tools at our disposal and there's so many ways that we can cultivate the reality that we desire. And I love what you shared about heaven on earth is like a state of being, it's a state of mind. And then we're all co- like, we're all co-creating that together, every breath, every day. And I I would, yeah, I would love for you to share. I think you said that you wanted to share a little bit of breath work And I would love for you to go ahead and do that. That would be wonderful. Mm, I would love to. Um, Before we get started, what you just said, do you you know who who is your breathwork teacher? Because I am word. I'm here to serve. I'm here. Um, I'm words in my vibration. This is very similar to a channel text that Ari was listening to nonstop mm. um, by Paul Selig. And yes. he basically channels. Um, it, he has a series of books which are channel texts by Paul Selig, but he's really channeling these yes. um who go by the name of Melchizedek. And <laughs> there's like these parallels that Ari experienced with these beings. It's like I I would actually love to share. So so you so I'm though because of your breathwork teacher. So is there a parallel going on? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So my breathwork teacher is Jeff Sorensen of Breath Army. And I was in his year-long uh, trauma-informed breathwork facilitator training called Light Force. And Jeff studies Paul Selleck's work as well. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh girl, there's like or yeah, this space is, is wide open right now. I'm just like arguing here with us. He he would want me to share this because it's it's just like proof of like the power in the breath, in spirit, in our nature, in love. And so these texts, right? He so he was sharing with me when we met like a year and a half ago. So this was probably like beginning of 2021. He had a breathwork experience where he basically experienced these star beings come to him. And they were just like these big beings outlined in light, like what looks like stars on the side. Um, and they basically came to him like we're here like we're your guides and we're here to support you Mm. and like basically we're here (laughs) and like and then he experienced 
them merge with him and him merge with them and basically just like dissolve into the oneness of him and and everything and so that was my first initial experience right of like okay these are these two who are these beings though you know like, <laughs> what are these, who are they like where do they come from i guess I'm, okay i'm supported i'm guided but like okay let's mix into this and so fast forward um i know ari was listening to a uh, Aubrey Marcus podcast where Ari has uh, Aubrey has a series of uh, interviews where he's interviewing Paul Stella. Like he has mm-hmm. like maybe four or five. And Ari stumbled upon this podcast and was uh, hearing um, Paul Selig explain that he's channeling these beings who go by the name of Melchizedek. And in that moment, he expressed that like he instantly knew that those were those beings. Like, it was Um, just, like, a clear download of, like, oh, my gosh, those, those are those beings. Because I think, I'm not sure if they, if they told him, like, who they were, but I just remember him expressing to me that, like, it just, like, clicked, you know? Like, he made the connection. And, and so he, so once Ari found that out, he, he started to, um, immersed in his consciousness these, these books these channel texts by paul Selig. the first one word i am word um, the second one i am truth uh and knowing or i'm truth to knowing um the book or the book of truth and knowing the book of love and creation he has a bunch but these were like the main three and ari would literally like like repeat them he would have his headphones on all the time listening to them he'd be reading them on his ipad and he would just he would change his mind and change certain circumstances that were causing him distress and um basically just weren't serving his highest evolution through word you know and he would Mm. use that channel text as a tool to alchemize and transmute any vibration that wasn't serving him in his highest and so um so coming coming back so that was one thing and it was just great because he would always like it was a big thing like, it was sitting down he was reading it he would like we talk about it all the time and it was like a very wrong thing and a few days before his ascension we were at a cafe and we were doing some work on our computers because like he was about to launch his breathwork course online I was about to launch my breathwork course. And we were just, like, both in the same space of, like, yes, look at us. It's like, I love us. Okay. And I, we started, like, I started picking his brain about this breathwork experience that he had with these beings that came to him. And I, because I just, he was so beautifully spoken in his word and in, like, the way he talked and just so intelligent. And I would just listen to him like I would I could just listen all day long and I know that was so healing for him for just to be heard um so I started picking brain about this experience and I was like tell me more about that experience like like who were those deeds and like what were you feeling in that moment and what's been your experience and said you know once once a soul reaches a certain level of mastery they can choose right so for example like jesus or buddha 
um, just some basic examples of them in their mastery to ascend in and out and basically choose to come here on earth um, and choose to leave. And so he was sharing this with me and I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know, I'm very familiar with Baba G, you know, and Immortal Master who teachers had, had learned from and studied with and him being an immortal yogi basically uses the elements you know as a way to purify and cleanse and I mean just coming back to these simple elements right and anyway so I'm sitting there and then Ari just bluntly expresses he's like yeah I feel like I'm this enlightened soul who came here to anchor this light and just you know just be here anchor this light help serve support evolve consciousness humanity also through his healing and his journey and of course I was like okay Ari what have you say <laughs> but then I'm like oh shit like three days later he ascends like in this way and you're just like whoa what is real um mm. so it's just beautiful lesson and teaching in what is possible and also that we are supported we have angelic support everywhere all the time Mm -hmm. literally nudging at us from every angle but you need to be receptive and open to receive it. And yes. something that Ari had passed me, a simple hack, was numbers, right? We would talk about numbers all the time. And his numbers were 444, like numbers everywhere. And I, you know, we we were talking about when you see numbers and then you, it's common to be like, oh, it's a sign. But he was like, no, it's not a sign. There's a function to it. So instead of saying it's a sign which technically kind of disempowers you because you just see it as a separate entity than you and you don't make a correlation and there's no connection and it just comes and it goes. Rather than seeing it as a sign, ask yourself, what is the function of this? What is the function of me seeing this bird? What is the function of me seeing this number? What is is there? What is the function of it? Because that Mm. empowers you in your body. And that allows you to claim that reality and that experience as you, as something that has been given to you to serve, to serve you and to mm. serve, it's, it's serving you, you know? So yeah, this is a short little tool. And then, um, yeah, we can Love go that. into the rest if, if you like. Yeah, that's fucking beautiful. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that with me and with everyone. It's so I love I love the invitation of yeah instead of saying oh it's a sign it's like asking the question like what is the function of this and like how deeply empowering that feels in the body to like acknowledge that you know like fucking beautiful oh and like just the the synchronicities around what you're sharing about Ari and then like my teacher and Paul Selick as well I'm just like whoo <laughs> so fucking beautiful girl I know I'm just like I don't even know how like I I think I honestly think I I 
saw you on Instagram, like, I, I get a lot of DMs, but I'm like, if I see someone where I'm like, I have to tell them how great they are, like, I'll do it for sure. I'm not wasting a minute. Like, I make it, make it known. And I'm coming across your page. And I also am just like, to the business side of it, I'm so inspired. I was like, this girl is just like, fuck, yeah. I was like, I just need to <laughs> just be like, yes, literally. I was like, keep doing, keep doing your thing. Like, it's, it's <laughs> like just acknowledging you, seeing you, just like, big, yes. <laughs> um so yeah i just like wow the 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 connection and the relationships that have been present in my life um after ari's ascension are just i don't take lightly you know it's like every relationship that i'm experiencing that i'm confronted with who's in front of me as a mirror I don't take lightly like there's that is there for a reason for a reason bigger than both of us can probably even make sense of in this moment now and I just don't take it lightly you know so it's just it's just another confirmation of like of course we're sitting here having this conversation and I would love to share a simple breathwork hack with the yeah. people so that we can start to just not only anchor us in our body um but to start to shift like feel the shift mm-hmm. experience the shift that's happening and just move move things out because breath is such a powerful tool to clear out any stagnant stuff and to help you to elevate in and and actually Oh, it's been such an anchor for me as well. Like, yes, it, it helps you elevate, but also anchors you straight into your mm, body. It's absolutely. like that. Yeah. And being in the body, the joy of being in a body is yes. just, wow. Mm. Yes, let's do it. So, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this breath is called the 20 Connected Breaths. And it is a conscious connected breath in essence. So by that, meaning the inhale and the exhale are connected. There's no gaps in between. You're just doing this continuous Mm. in through the nose, out through the nose. And so we'll do four short breaths followed by one long breath. And then we'll repeat that four times for a total of 20 connected breaths. Awesome. And um, when you breathe, uh, yeah, so each breath, you're inhaling and you're exhaling, right? And um, you can breathe into the belly and bring it up into your chest as well. So just expanding all areas of of your body. Um, Okay, so any questions that's clear? Yeah, absolutely. So four shorter breaths in and out through the nose and then one longer in and out through the nose. And we're doing that four times. Exactly. For 20 connected total. Beautiful. Let's do it. Okay. Amazing. Okay. So just slowly shutting your eyes down and just allowing yourself to connect into your body, feeling your body, just turning your senses on, noticing any, just those sensations going on around you. And let's just first take one 
cleanse together. So deep breath in through the nose. Exhaling. Go ahead and begin at your own pace. Keep going about two more rounds. And on that long breath, you can imagine you're pulling from your root all the way up into your heart. Good. And on the last round, Take that last inhale breath and hold it at the top. Take in a little more air. And exhaling all the way out gently. Hmm. Keeping your eyes closed here. I'm just noticing any cell sensations that you may be feeling in your body. And just knowing that this is available to you at any moment, at any time. Take what you need when you need it. Give it to yourself. Mm. And gently come back. Mm. Mm. Mm, that heart in there yes oh thank you it's so mm. powerful the heart it, it really is, is mm. leading us oh i am so grateful for you and for that beautiful beautiful breath work and conscious connected breathing has been such a pivotal catalyst in my life and I'm so grateful that we got to share that with everyone listening and I have one more question that I ask everyone that comes on this show and I would love to know what does being an embodied leader mean to you freedom yeah sovereignty Sovereignty and freedom were the two that came through right now. And I'm actually staring at a picture. The one picture on my wall is uh, Japanese for courage. And just mm. mm. uh, that um, the heart. And we're also in Leo season as well, which is this, this bravery and courage and leadership that emanates from our heart center and letting it letting that be our north star and letting that be our guide and trusting that whatever shall pass and you're right where you need to be and you know honestly 
teen embodied its greatest gift. And naturally, I feel that leadership naturally follows when you are in your body. Yes. And greatness and power and abundance and prosperity and freedom and liberation and joy and pleasure and ecstasy and all the things that 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 we are calling in, I feel like are byproducts of being in our body and loving ourselves. And coming back to how I found you, I observed that within you mm. because I I so that's that's it right it's like what I know to be true in me I see in others and so when I saw you I saw that you were so embodied in mm. you mm. you arrived that space within myself to see that in others so Kind of all back into that. I saw that in you, and I was just like, "Yep, make it known." Because I, I would, I would want someone else to tell me that too, if, if um, fakes were having that experience, you know. Because we are all, you know, Ram Dass walking each other home and, yes. and have fun doing it. It's like a nice skip home. <laughs> yes. Oh, my heart. Thank you for your love and. I just am so grateful for you and your wisdom and everything you shared with us today. And for anyone listening, I will make sure that I include all of Danielle's offerings and all the ways that you can get in contact with her in the show notes. And yeah, what you just said at the end there, it's like when you feel something and you see something in someone Someone else, else, like, like let them know, like it's such a beautiful gift to give somebody your time even if it's just a moment of like hey like I love what you're doing in the world and I see you and I think that we could all use more of that because we are all rising together and like you said like Ram Dass says we're all walking each other home and thank you so much for being here and sharing your love and your beautiful playful spirit and thank you everyone for listening and I look forward to catching y'all next week thank you thank you thank you 